no matter which path you choose, no matter which what if you go down. The reward isn't that you become the rock star or that you get to actually father the child and sort of raise the child you fathered rather than that child going up for adoption. Those aren't the rewards. Rewards aren't this item you get at the end of the road. They're the road itself. Hi guys, welcome to the 13th episode of the Per My Last Email podcast. I'm so excited that you're here and listening wherever in the world you are. I always say that this podcast is like a girl's night out happy hour after work. We all get our respected drinks, whatever those are, and we just kind of chat about how we got through that day, how we got through that month, and the things that led us there through our stories, through our careers, and our work paths all together. And sometimes... Like you've heard, those paths include mommyhood or non-mommyhood, and sometimes those paths include boyfriends and ex-husbands and changes in our lives, and all of these things all lead to changes in our professional lives, and so it's kind of hard to talk about our professional lives without talking about our personal lives, because I think they're all linked. But like I said, it's a happy hour type vibe. We're here to have fun make it a little comical so that we don't all cry, and learn from each other. Today's episode's, like usual, a little different. Instead of the happy hour vibe, I want to set the tone. We are more of like a bunch of girls text each other, say they were going to go out to get drinks after work. Everyone's tired. Everyone decides to go back to their sort of respected homes, get pajamas and a bottle of wine, and meet at one girl's house. We're all now all on the rug and carpets and couches hanging out in our comfies and drinking, you know, with a little bit different of a vibe. It's not a, you know, a bar near us. There's not a club near us. It's just a little bit of a different vibe and the conversations tend to be a little different. So with that being said, I want to start out by talking about a TV show that recently came out called Ordinary Joe. And the whole time I was watching the show, All I could think about was this podcast. And the premise of the show is basically just this like regular guy on his college graduation day. He's late to graduation and he like randomly accidentally bumps into this girl who was also late to graduation at like a big, huge university where they're graduating in like the football stadium. So there's like thousands and thousands of people, everyone's sitting And this guy, Joe, and this like random girl, I think in the show, her name's Amy, they bump into each other, like coming out of, you know, like one of the tunnels of the stadium seating, trying to get down to the field to sit where they're supposed to sit because they're very late. And they run into each other and kind of like bump their heads on each other. And there's this instant spark. And so they chat for a little bit and then ultimately go, you know, down to the field and graduate. And then sort of after the graduation ceremony, this guy, Joe, and his like best buddy, are walking, I guess, to like where all the parents are. This guy, Joe, is faced with three options. He can go chat with the girl that he's been like on and off dating all of college. And she had invited him up to her family's home in like the Hamptons or something for the weekend. So that's his option number one. Option number two is the girl that he like randomly bumped into in the stairwell of the stadium. He sees her from across the quad or wherever he's walking to meet his parents. And she kind of 
waves at him or something, I don't remember, but something like kind of interacting with her as an option. And then the third option is his family. The show is set in New York, the university that they're graduating from is Syracuse. And this guy, Joe, his father and grandfather and uncle and everyone is a New York City police officer. And they're all sort of scheming to make sure he becomes a New York police officer. And actually his father had died in 9-11. So the show kind of starts with these three options. He can go be a cop. He can go to the Hamptons with his like on and off best friend, girlfriend, person of college. I think we all had one of those. Or he can do this third option, which is like, you know, follow this random girl. Initially, how the show plays out is you think he went with his family because they show you 10 years later and he's a cop and sort of what plays out. And then all of a sudden, when that scene ends of what happened 10 years later, it pans as if he had met with the girl Amy and what his life looked like with her 10 years later. And then it pans again and it's what happened if he had gone to the Hamptons with his college girl that weekend and what that looks like for him 10 years later. And it just keeps bringing me back to these moments of what if. Like I watched the show and all I could think about was these moments in my life that were what if moments where I made decisions that led me down a path and ultimately that path led to something else and some other event and some other thing. And so it becomes this path you're on and it leads you, you know, somewhere. And had you made that decision differently, where would you be now? And I'm going to get a little vulnerable here and tell you a couple of mine that I've thought about. And to be honest, a lot of them are intertwined, your personal life and your business life. They're intertwined. I've talked about it a little bit before. My mother died when I was young and kind of the life I was left with and had to make the best of led down a very different path than what my mom and I envisioned for me. I fully intended to be a professional dancer as a career and in many ways dance was taken away from me after she died. And so early in my 20s, I thought long and hard about like, what would my life be if I was a professional dancer? Would I be traveling all over the US? Would I be on Dancing with the Stars? You know, one of the professionals on Dancing with the Stars is somebody I I sort of like, I didn't know, but like I interacted with as a child. And so watching him on television as an adult, as a professional dancer, always sparked something for me. Like, was that one of those paths for me that ultimately I didn't get to take? Who would I be personally if I became a professional dancer? There's so many questions, right? And that's that's not a path I ever got to explore and it never got to play out. And so it's it's this thought that rolls around in my head every so often. And I always think maybe when I'm like 65, I could go do that. But at this point, that ship has kind of sailed. But there are other ships that haven't sailed. And those are kind of the thoughts that actually take up more space in my mind. One of them is really vivid and has always caused a bit of a problem. When I graduated college, I was dating someone. I love this person and we were complicated, just like Joe and his college girlfriend were. We were friends, we were dating, we weren't dating, we had weird rules, we we were a mess. But I really loved him. And I really wanted to go to LA. I had sort of spent the majority of my off time from college and high school in LA with my aunt after my mom had died. And so to be honest, when I graduated college, everyone was shocked that the first day after college, I didn't move to LA. And so... As I was looking for a job, I got an offer to a design firm in Malibu. And I went to a restaurant with the guy I was dating. I remember what I wore. Like, I remember every moment of that 
experience. I remember that we had gone to like the AT&T or Verizon store before we went to dinner and we got him a new phone and we were acting very coupley and very like imagine what my life might be like with him as an adult. And we went to dinner and I told him that I got this offer in Malibu and he just straight out asked me not to go. He flat out said, please don't go. And I didn't go. And ultimately he was a part of getting me into the career I'm in now and sort of starting the path of building my real estate company. He was a part of all of that in a very strong, serious way, all because he didn't want me to go to Malibu. And now, eight years later, I think long and hard about what would my life be if I lived in California these past eight years? And what would my life be if I had been a designer for these last eight years full-time with a design firm? Would I have dated the people that I've dated because I live in Chicago? Would I have ultimately moved home and ultimately ended up back on this path? And strangely enough, I think about this damn show and the show sort of shows you that these paths, they lead you into completely different directions. And there are things that happen that were going to happen either way, right? Like in the show, not to give too much away, but basically Joe's college girlfriend was pregnant and that's what she was going to tell him in the Hamptons. And so, you know, there's three versions of the story. He goes to the Hamptons, she tells him they end up getting married and he becomes a nurse and she never finishes her law degree and becomes a paralegal. And they have this child who actually has special needs. You know, the second option is that he went with this Amy girl, the random girl he bumped into, and he actually becomes a rock star because in college he majored in music and he's very musically talented. And Amy is sort of a, I forgot what she is, but basically she like, you know, helps people fulfill their true passions and and makes them quite famous. And then the third option is he becomes a cop. But the two options where he doesn't end up with the college girl, 10 years later, he finds out he has this son, right? So that thing was going to happen either way. The girl was going to end up pregnant and he was going to have to interact with that experience no matter which path he took. And so no matter if I ended up in Malibu or I stayed in Chicago or I was a professional dancer, my father was still going to die when I was 26, That was still going to happen, and I was still going to build a condo in Belize, and my whole life was still going to be turned upside down for two years. So would that have meant that if I lived in Malibu, I would have come home, and now Chicago would have been my quote-unquote new home, but I would have had this whole five-year adventure in Malibu? Would I have given up dancing to build and to sort of solve all of my father's insane estate issues? and to build the condo I built in Belize? Would I have given up dancing? I don't know. Like, and and this is kind of what I think about is all of sort of the steps we have in our professional lives. And we think about like, should I take this job or that job? Or in my case, does leaving a development I'm sort of spearheading and I leave it early because of personal reasons to do with the people involved in the development, does leaving early mean that I don't get to do any more developments for five years? I mean, that's ultimately what happened. But Had I not left, would that have still happened? Had I not left, would certain parts of my career be stunted the way they are now? And now I'm working sort of in overtime trying to unstunt them and and bring them back to life. There's another what if that I think about a lot. And again, has to do with my personal life, which is why I say I don't think your personal life and your professional life can interact independent of one another because your professional life is determined by your personal life. It's determined by where you live. It's determined by the family obligations you have. It's determined by the obligations you have to yourself. Early in my career when I was building my business, someone that I had dated really, really early 
on in college came back to Chicago. And this is somebody who I would argue loves me in my truest form, no matter what. This is somebody who saw through my BS and all of my exteriors and all of my walls and has always seen me for who I am at my core. This person sort of unexpectedly came back to Chicago. They live on the East Coast. And so year-wise, I don't remember. This is probably like 2014, maybe, maybe a little later. But so at this point, I'm very much single. I haven't been with my ex from college for probably a year, if not two years. So this person comes from the East Coast, I think, for like a wedding or bachelor party or engagement or something like that, and takes me to dinner and we kind of catch up. And at the end of dinner, sort of offers me the life that today I probably would have said yes to. But I was 25 or 24. I was building a business. I was just learning how to stand on my own feet. I still had a lot to learn about myself, a lot of trauma to work through, a lot of therapy to go to. And this man asked me if I would pack up my life and move with him back to his home and build a life with him. And he basically promised me everything I could have ever wanted. I just had to pack up my life. And I said no. And at the time, I was adamant that saying no made the most sense because I was building a business. And I was excited about the business I was building. And I was excited to have something of my own finally that didn't involve all the drama of my childhood and the death at the time of only my mother, but all the drama that was caused by that death. And I was really excited to have things that were my own finally that didn't involve, honestly, my father's ownership and my father's influence on. And so I couldn't tell a man that I would pack it all up and say, screw it and go do it again somewhere else because it just felt like I'd finally got out of the grips of doing that with my dad and having him control everything in my world and sort of blackmail me, to be honest, into thinking I couldn't do it without him or I wouldn't have the ability to do it without him because of certain things he held over me. And so I said no to this person, and this person went back to the East Coast and moved on with their lives, as they should. And to this day, we're friends. And we're friends in a way that reiterates my point of, I think this person will always love me because I will always love them. And to be fair, me and this person never dated. Officially, we never dated, which might be like the funniest part about this. But yeah, I have these moments, and I just think, what if? I recently was in a relationship that ended very badly and very traumatically. But I, even in the last week, wondered, what if I had taken that person back? What if me and that person had gotten back together and I had allowed that? Would my life look a little bit closer to what I want it to look like? Would my business look a little bit closer to what I want it to look like? And the reality is I just don't know. I don't know. But as I keep watching more episodes of this stupid TV show, I've sort of come to terms with the idea that You really don't know how it's going to play out. We all have all these different skills and we pick a path to use the skill for some amount of time. Like this guy became a rock star or he became a cop or he became a nurse. He had all these skills and different paths led him down to using different skills. And those skills produce different job positions and different careers and also different amounts of money. And I think all of my choices in the past are the same. And I would argue probably so are yours. 
We had a guest on early in the episodes named Hillary who made a comment about working in tech and that in tech companies, typically the turnover is every two to three years. Everybody sort of changes companies, gets a raise, goes somewhere else, tries something new. That sits in my head a lot because it's it's a way around this sort of what if. Because in two years or three years, you try the next thing. And, and there's this never-ending experimentation of what your life could be, where you could live, what you could do for a living, what aspect of these skills you could use. In my case, what man you do marry or what man you don't marry. Maybe I would have been a great professional dancer. Maybe I would have sucked. Like, that's also an option in all of this. But when you have these what-if sort of paths, you don't know. You don't know if you're going to be a great dancer or a shitty one. You don't know if you're going to be a great designer full-time or it's too much sitting still. And so you need to be a realtor so that you can have some movement and some change in your day-to-day and then, you know, design things for clients on the side. I don't know the answers to any of this. I also don't really have an ending to this thought process other than to say that I have a tattoo on my ribcage on my left side where my heart is. And it says that the journey is the reward. My sister says that that is the most Michaela saying there ever was. And so I think no matter which path you choose, no matter which what if you go down, the reward isn't that you become the rock star or that you get to actually father the child and sort of raise the child you fathered rather than that child going up for adoption. Those aren't the rewards. Rewards aren't this item you get at the end of the road. They're the road itself. And I think things just happen in their own timing. And every decision you make leads to a new road. And so it kind of becomes this web that in retrospect is very easy to walk backward, but it's impossible to predict. And so my idiotic week spent thinking about what ifs really doesn't lead me anywhere promising because you can't predict what you know in retrospect. I couldn't predict that I wouldn't stay with the guy I didn't move to Malibu for. I really couldn't predict that one. I also really couldn't predict that I wouldn't stay with the last guy I dated. I wouldn't predict that when I said no to the man that asked me to move to the East Coast that him and I would to this day still be friends. And he has a whole life, a whole family. I never could have predicted these things. In retrospect, they are what they are, and I can break them down and explain them backward. But you can never explain them forward. And so I think I just got to stick to the tattoo, which is the journey is the reward. And if you you don't worry so much about the what if and you just focus on the past you've got and you go with your gut on which one is the one you go down, then you're going to get your reward anyway because you're going to end up down that journey wherever it leads, right? Whatever the pot of gold at the end of that journey is. You're still going to get it because you're still going to go down the road. I don't know if there's really much purpose to this, but for those of you seven listeners, we've gone from four to seven at this point. I'm real excited. For the seven listeners who are listening, if you're at a crossroads, don't worry about what it's going to lead to. You're never going to be able to figure it out. You're not going to know if you're going to become the rock star or the dad or the cop who saves somebody in a shooting or the family man or the shitty husband. Like, you're just not going to know. So you go with your gut and when it doesn't feel right anymore, you change the path. And going and looking at the what ifs of the past, they're not going to, it's not going to do much for you. I think there's a saying, you're not supposed to go date your exes for a second or third or 17th time because you're going to end up in the same pile you ended up in the first time. I am the queen of doing it. And my public service announcement is don't go back. It doesn't work. 
if you broke up for a very specific reason, not like I need to spread my wings, I need to figure out how to stand on my own feet, not for that reason. But if you broke up for a very specific reason, you're going to end up breaking up for that reason again. Anyway, the next episode will be back to our regular scheduled programming. We will have a guest. I have a pretty good idea of who it is, but I'm not going to spoil it just yet. But otherwise, I hope you guys have a lovely Wednesday or whatever day you are listening. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or I thoroughly annoyed you enough that you feel like you have to come back for more, please go subscribe, rate us, send a review and share us on social. You sharing us means all of our struggles don't have to be in silence anymore. And it means we all have a voice. Most importantly, it means I get to keep making episodes. So please go share. 